Welcome to The Thriving Christian Artist, the podcast where we hope you connect with God to bust through the roadblocks that have held you back for years, create the work you love, and really live the life you know God created you to live as an artist in His kingdom. I'm Matt Tama, your host. Let's get started. Well, hey there, and welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad that you're with me today. I've got a great interview with my friend Connie McDonald, and uh, she's an artist out in Oregon. You're going to love it because I can really relate to her (laughs) because, like me, she spent a lot of years as kind of a doer. She was a very successful entrepreneur at a catering uh, and restaurant business and just was, you know, doing a lot of great things and yet was just, uh, you know, overwhelmed, busy, busy, busy all the time. And the Lord used her creative process to bring her back really into a beautiful place of flow. And now she's turned around. See, I love this. This is how the kingdom works, y'all. She turned around and the same transformation that God did in her life through the creative process, now she's turned around and she's replicating that in her life in others through writing books, through teaching art classes, being at shows, selling her work, and creating something that's really special called Paxson House. You'll learn more about that in the podcast. But anyway, just a great, great uh, interview of somebody that's really been transformed through the creative process as they've, as they've leaned into the Holy Spirit and then are turning around to see that same transformation touch others. So I love that. I love it, love it, love it. Well, hey, listen, uh, today's podcast is sponsored by the Thriving Christian Artist Conference that's coming up in March and I want to make sure that you have pre-registered for that. Listen, there's no other conference like this in the world. This is our inaugural conference. It's not gathering of artisans. You're saying, I thought we did that in, you did that in October. What are you talking about? No, this is brand new. It's a conference that I put together that's based on the five pillars of my Created to Thrive artist mentoring program. What is that? You say, well, it's all about cultivating your heart and mind, your art, your brand, your business, and your life. It's going to be me teaching the whole weekend in addition to tons of other speakers, some of the best speakers that I know in marketing, in healing and wholeness, in telling your story, in developing your unique artistic voice. I'm bringing them all together in an incredible weekend where not only are you going to learn a lot, but you're going to have a great time networking uh, with other artists, leaders, and I hope to give you a hug while you're there. So it's going to be a great, great weekend. Listen, I always tell people our events always fill up. So you want to make sure that you pre-register because our pre-registrants this year get a $100 discount uh, and you get access to register before we put the conference out to the public. Now, listen, we've got a limited amount of space. All right. It's very possible that the conference could sell out just from pre-registrants. So I want to make sure that you get on that list. You can click the link that's in the show notes, put your name and email in there, and we'll send you immediately all the details via email on the conference. And then we'll keep you up to date as registration gets closer toward the end of October when it's actually time for you to register and use that awesome $100 discount. All right, so make sure you go do that today and uh, so that you secure uh, your spot. Don't have to pay until the end of October, early November. And I just want to make sure that you that you get that on your list because it's going to be an awesome, awesome weekend. All right. Well, hey, as usual, I want to give a shout out to one of my awesome podcast listeners. Today is a Raven Penny Feather. Y'all are so creative with all these uh, these nicknames you put on uh, on the podcast, you know, reviews. I love these. So Raven Penny Feather 
It sounds like they should be from England. Raven Pennyfeather. I'm just kidding. All right. All the people in England are going, oh, gosh, Matt, don't do that again. <laughs> All the people from the South are like, he sounded pretty good. I thought he sounded great. All right. Here's what Raven says. Super encouraged by this wonderful podcast. Only discovered this morning. It's a confirmation and a blessing to know I'm on track to being exactly who God wants me to be. Thank you. And a big old smiley face. Well, Raven Pennyfeather, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, for subscribing and reviewing. And it always means a lot to me and, and to our team to, to let us know that folks like you are listening and that it's making a real difference in your life. So I really, really appreciate it. Uh, appreciate you taking the time to do that. And listen, if you're sitting out there and you're listening to all these podcasts and you're like, this is such a blessing in my life and you've never subscribed, hello, you've never written a review, hello, no shame or anything, but I'm just saying, uh, uh, when you going to do it? Yeah, awkward silence, I know. Da, 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 da. Yeah, just hit pause right now. Listen, all you got to do, just hit pause right now, scroll down to the end of all of the episodes and click write a review and just write a review. Leave me a little note. All right. And um, who knows? Maybe you'll be the next review that I, that I feature here on the podcast. I love doing it because honestly, see, this is the, this is the deal with the podcast y'all. I'm not sitting before hundreds of people. I'm sitting in my little igloo, my little podcast igloo in the studio in Asheville, North Carolina. I'm talking to a microphone right now. So the reviews, when I read your reviews, I'm like, they're real people out there. They like me. They really like me. That God's using this. It's awesome. It's it's just a great, it's a great feeling. So anyway, it would really, really bless us to do that. So be sure to do it. And um, I'll give you a big old virtual high five uh, when you do that. All right. Well, hey, listen, I'm going to get out of the way. And uh, Connie McDonald is next. You're going to love this interview with her. And again, if you want to connect with her, get her book, find out about what she's doing on social media, you can do that right down below the episode in the show notes. All right. Enjoy this episode with Connie McDonald. Well, hey there, everybody. I'm so glad that you're with me on the podcast today. I've got just one of the happiest people I know, Connie McDonald, who is on with me today. Connie, thank you so much for being on the podcast with me. Oh my gosh, it's my joy. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Hello. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. We've gotten to know each other through the Creative to Thrive Mentoring Program. And I have the, listen, I have the best time watching you on social media at your shows that you're doing and all the things that God has you up to because you have just like exploded in a great way <laughs> into this incredible life. And yeah. tell everybody a little bit, just kind of who you are what you do creatively, and then we'll kind of roll the tape back and find out a little bit about your backstory and, and all that. Well, I am um, a joyful artist that, um, that specializes at this moment in um, marble art and fluid art um, because it's literally when I put on the music, the Lord can I dance on the water with the paint and being able to uh, create a wearable art product is just such a joy. Yeah. I mean, but more importantly, um, my husband and I love to, to um, teach classes or do art fairs where people can actually experience the joy of creativity by making their own marble art scarf um, or fluid art, um, acrylic pouring our, our um, 
group art studio or vision board parties because it's so important to me to let people experience their heart through art yeah. and um, also to experience the joy of creativity. And in my case, it's super important to enjoy the healing of creativity because yeah. that's part of my story. So absolutely. I so relate to your story of, you know, this whole thing of, you know, being a human doing, not a human being, and then trying to <sighs> switch that and, and how creativity played a part in that. Cause I know for me, I kind of, after I graduated college, I was kind of out there, you know, I was in ministry, very busy, young family, all this kind of stuff. And it was when I went and made my baskets kind of like in the garage and nobody knew about it, you know, that's kind of where I yeah. felt like the real me was, but I always kind of pushed that down. And it's been so interesting to me that through this process of uh, coming into what God's called me to with raising up an army of artists and all that, he chose to use my baskets. And I, I always think it's because I had no, um, you know, baggage with that, that it's just what I love to do. And I hear the same thing mm -hmm. with you. You're like a very busy entrepreneur, do it, do it, do it. And yet it was creativity that the Lord used to, to bring you out of that. Right. Uh, that isn't, that is so dang true. It's not funny. Um, <laughs> I, I literally started, um, I had a restaurant and catering business in a small town in Oregon for 22 years. And I wow. loved, loved to do edible art. Um, creating with colors and fruit and vegetables and designing banquets. Um, but when you run a restaurant and catering and I had a sick son and all these other things, basically um, I burned out and yeah. um, the Lord truly literally used creativity to rebuild me, but it was childlike art. It was doing the things, like you said, you were in your, your um, backyard doing baskets because you loved it. Yeah. Well, I was, I started with childlike art, you know, just whatever was joyful and colorful. And I gave myself permission to do that. And the Lord used it, oh my gosh, to rebuild me. It was wonderful, yeah. <laughs> Talk a little bit about that transformation because I think for those of us that, that are doers, it's not an easy transformation to go from a Martha to a Mary, if you will, from a, yes. from a, a doer to someone that really can rest and have your identity in the Lord and realize that, it's not performance that defines you, but it's your identity in him that defines you. Talk about that process for you. Um, no, for me, that was not an easy process to go through. Oh my gosh. It was not an easy process for me too, because I grew up believing that what I did was who I was. Mm. And I also was a people pleaser. I, I love to serve. And I started the restaurant with a dream to uh, minister to people one-on-one -on -one and just, but it became a grew and grew and grew and grew until it was like, I wore too many hats and I burned out. So literally I was forced to learn that lesson um, and forced to learn that lesson in the sense that I literally was in the hospital for a week. And when I came out, the Lord literally you know, I had quiet time. I was in nature. I just did anything that was peaceful. Yeah. And more and more and more, it just, it, he, he did restore me. And that's why I'm so passionate about creativity in healing um, and obviously releasing joy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how it started and that's how it's continued. And that's why I'm passionate about, it's funny how people, um, 
come to me and they just sit in my garden because they have permission to just listen to the birds, you mm. know? Yeah. What yeah. a concept, you know? So when did, were you experiencing that transformation yourself before uh, you started sharing that with others or was the sharing with others kind of a natural immediate outflow of experiencing that joy yourself? Um, that's a dang good question. Um, what actually happened to me is I did so much. I've journaled for 40 years wow. and, um, and the Lord was birthing ideas and, but I didn't have the confidence. Mm. And I'll tell you honestly, Matt, one day, and I was putting together my book, a story that I've been working on for five years, um, the story of how God did transform me and et cetera. And um, embracing God's rainbow, how God took me from black and white to technicolor. And the reason I was writing it is I just knew that someone else could relate to some of my story and how God healed my, um, my into him. You know, growing up, I actually had a fearful understanding of God when I was being raised in a parochial school and more and more and more, he healed that. Mm. And so when I was telling my story, I didn't have the confidence. And one day, one day I was at Facebook and you, my dear, <laughs> popped up as the secret sauce. And I listened to that and it was like, glory be, I've died and gone to heaven. There's people out there that are like me and just as weird as I am, right? <laughs> no, it's the opposite. It's like these glorious, colorful, colorful, creative people. Wow. And so that's why I joined the mentoring. And that's why I um, uh, just was enthralled with the people I met and your, you, your, you know, your modules, but mastermind, mastermind, mastermind going the first <laughs> year, I got the courage to uh, publish the book the first year. And the second year, I got the courage to um, create our home as Paxson House Center for Creative Endeavors so that wow. we can share the joy of creativity. But it was the people around the hot seat at the mastermind. I never met people that listened and prayed with you and mm. over you. Oh, Lord have mercy. It was like, <laughs> that's why I'm so excited. I think for so many of us, you know, when you, when you do find your tribe, you know, for many people, the podcast is that those that are in the mentoring program, definitely we get together for conferences or just for calls or whatever, but it's like, wow, to realize that I'm not alone anymore, but there are other people that are like me that can support me. Cause I mean, you know, none of us are designed to do this thing alone, right? We're designed to, to do this together. And I love it because what you and your husband are pioneering is so kingdom that is you've been transformed and now you're turning that around and replicating that in your area. And that's how the kingdom grows. I mean, so talk a little bit about that because you've got your, your book is out, you're doing shows, you've got packs in the house. Now you're really passionate about bringing others uh, in everything that you're doing into that creative process so that they can experience not just the, the creative process, but the relationships and the, the, the spiritual power behind what God's doing in them. So, Talk about that because I, I just love the whole little microcosm that, that you've developed out there. Well, what's really interesting, Matt, is it's really been, you talk about turtles in the thriving program. <laughs> I, you know, I've really had to um, um, get over comparing my pace yeah, sure. and my journey with others, which uh, I'm all of us. I'm sure we all do that. But when I've been peaceful and I say by the fruits, you will know them, the long, quiet times I have with the Lord and then births um, 
realize, okay, what's the focus today, Lord? Because I'm, I'm not focused very easily. And so what's happened is our home, literally when we bought it 15 years ago, when I married my husband, um, it's because it wrapped its arms around us and it mm. seemed to be a healing place. And that's actually what Paxson means, son of oh, wow. peace. Um, anyway, but back to what your question was, is that it seems like the first I experienced the healing, first I experienced the transformation, and then I offer it on a beta test with friends and then have the courage to offer it to neighbors. And then this year, oh my gosh, I'm 65. And instead of retiring, I really feel like my husband and I are refiring wow. because together we finally found some an art form that we can do together like with the marble art now he's a photographer and dang good one and i don't i don't mess with that i just support that and he comes alongside of me and gives the masculine part of the marble art demonstration and we're kind of like punch and judy yeah but but he has his own life and so i do the other things that are more um you know, women oriented, etc. So I don't know if I'm answering your question. Bring me no, back. I think that's, <laughs> no, what I hear though, is that you're, I think with the whole comparison thing, a lot of people, especially as they have, you know, in later years, they feel like I've got, you know, more freedom. We can, we may have some more disposable income. We can kind of create life like we want to. And instead of comparing to others and saying, it's got to look like this, you guys have really, gotten together with the Lord and said, what is it that we want this stage of life to look like? What does success look like for us? What does joyful living look like for us? What does fulfillment look like for us? And it's so evident by what you guys are doing because it's not work anymore, right? It's not that it's not, you know, there are some difficult parts, I'm sure, but you're in a flow yeah. that's really beautiful and grace-filled yeah. and, and in, that's, in, at least one, that's the way it comes across, you know? Yeah. And the funny thing you should say is flow. I, Cause I literally about a year and a half ago and I was at church, I had a friend visiting and I so passionately wanted it to, her to like it and be a part of it. And I very rarely hear distinct words from the Lord, but in my spirit, I heard flow, Connie, don't force flow, wow. Connie, don't force. And it was like, everything after that, I was attracted to anything that helped me let go and flow and including the art. And um, one of the things I think I'm learning now is that having our art studio in our home, and for a while we tried the Airbnb thing and it's on pause, I realized I cannot sacrifice giving out to people without doing my own art in my own quiet time. So that balance is interesting to find. And one of the ways we're finding a kind of a new direction right now is I believe that we're going to be called out to do like um, group uh, team building um, uh, programs with fluid art or acrylic pour or whatever and um, I just think that's going to help because it's not like if you have five or six people in your home and you prep all day and you barely break even, that's one thing. Yeah. But if you can go out and take that artistry to them and let them experience it, like we did at the art fair, whole nother matter, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's, anyway, we'll see what that happens. Yeah, that's so good. And I love it that you guys are doing it together because, you know, I think one of the things, Tanya and I have been married now, going on 23 years. And, you know, at first, any, 
young married couple, you kind of have a little bit of a rub. You're like, well, why does she do things like that? And why does he do things like that? And, and then you start to realize, hey, God's put this person in my life to help complete me and to help bring areas that, that I'm not as strong in. And I love that, that you guys are doing, you know, that together. What are some of the things that your husband is bringing in particular that you didn't have and vice versa? And how are you guys complimenting? Because I know there's so many out there with, that would love to, to have that kind of relationship, you know, in life and in, in art. Well, it's not all fairy tales and, you know, <laughs> you know, whatever. Because one of the things is, I, I love it because when I married Tim, I said I was flatline mechanical. I was thematic and global, but I was flatline mechanical. You have no idea how true that is because wow. he is very uh, methodical and he's very technological and stuff like that. So literally, uh, he's had, he had, I mean, I, to the point where which button do I press? What, you know, that, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of humbling sometimes. So he brings that balance. Um, I speak my metaphoric language and and poetic language and he does it to a point and then he glazes over and he goes yeah I'm enough enough <laughs> not so much <laughs> yeah but it, we do balance each other and because he's still working thank the lord um we have another year of you know kind of saying okay how can we stay in this house creatively and also um you know we're asking those questions yeah and so literally kind of like remember how tanya tanya was the administrator and that yeah. kind of stuff and and are you working together now yes yes she just in fact this year after 18 years of teaching has come home and she's working in the mentoring business so that's five people now on our team and uh but she's kind of the i'm i'm bringing her in to be the brainchild of all that so that i can be the the fluffy <laughs> encourager on the, on the on camera and they can all do the work oh, behind camera. So. <laughs> oh i'm so happy for you that's so cool yeah that's that's yeah that's unfolding you know that's so good yeah well, you know, i think it's a real reality especially for folks like you said that maybe uh in a later stage of life and uh they're mm -hmm. not doing the thing that they've always done professionally but they yeah. still want income they still want yeah. meaning out of their life obviously they've got more freedom and uh, being able to sit down and talk with a spouse and say, what is it that we want life to look like? Because mm -hmm. I see it all yes. the time. People retire or people stop doing what they were doing mm -hmm. professionally. And they just kind of sit there like a bump on a log. And all of yes. a sudden, you're like, well, what are you doing with your life? And, and you know, I, in the kingdom, I don't see a concept of retirement, right? I, you know, I it, it's repositioning. Like you said, refiring, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm excited about that. I would like, I would like to travel more. Um, I need to get the income to do that, but, um, because we actually learned our marble art technique when we did our bucket list trip to Italy. And so, you know, talk about being inspired and then bringing it back and, you know, adapting an art form that actually almost a lost art form, yeah. you know, so. That's it, really cool. It, it, would be, it would be what a concept if I could actually travel and be paid to travel. I, you know, God could do that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. you know, I have a um, my former studio assistant uh, that worked with me for several years. That was her dream. Is uh, she would love to make paper, and she ended oh. up buying a um, Hollander beater, which is what they you know do all the um, paper grinding with and all that to make the paper. But it's portable. She mm. can literally hook it up behind the car on a trailer. They can go anywhere they want. And that's what they're doing now is going and teaching 
paper making classes, doing fun things like that and, and getting to travel. They don't have kids and uh, it's wonderful. But again, they defined success and fulfillment for them. And uh, I just love that because, you know, nothing's too big for the Lord, right? I mean, that's why not put it out there because he's going to use you in whatever capacity that he chooses. And um, I just love that. And I love that about your story. So. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. I'm deeply grateful. Deeply. Absolutely. Well, Connie, I know people are going to want to uh, follow you on social media and see you at shows and things like that. Mm -hmm. So where's the best place that they can find out more about you and, and see what's going on in your life? Um, probably two ways. It's www.paxsonhouse.com. P-A-X-S-O-N, think son of peace. Um, and the other one is technicolorlivingwithconnie.com. Awesome. Um, and I'm not as good on Instagram, but it is Technicolor Living is on Instagram. And I'm still learning all this tech stuff. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, yeah. And your book is on Amazon, I'm assuming? It is. It is. And that, that would be a real, real joy if somebody, um, the, we have a faithful 35 people that have bought it and read it. And I just let the Lord pace it because yeah. honestly, the marketing of trying to get a book, well, you know, Matt, yeah. it's, it's hard work. <laughs> so I just said, Lord, you know, you're going to have to be my marketer. And, yeah. But embracing God's rainbow, how God took me from black and white to technicolor living is both a paper, uh, not a paperback, but an ebook. Yeah. But honestly, because it's full color, I would recommend, because uh, there's a workbook playbook in the back and transformational tools in the middle and my story in the front. So it's three books in one. So, yeah. yeah, I just love that. And I think anybody that sees you on social media and interacts with you through that, they see the joy, they mm -hmm. see the transformation and people are going to want to be a part of that. And the book is a great, great opportunity for them to do that. So Connie, Thank you so much for being on the podcast today with me and, and sharing your story. My pleasure indeed. Hey, thanks so much for spending a few minutes with me today on the podcast. Listen, I hope it's been a huge encouragement to you on your journey as an artist. Hey, also, before you leave, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the other episodes of the Thriving Christian Artist Podcast. And also, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or at my website, which is matttommymentoring.com. Until next time, remember, you were created to thrive. Bye-bye.